Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure you can fill it in the mix. Finally stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution with only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we said, doing. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art of Shaco. With it, keeping the beats on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. Stand up. J-J James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judged by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face Wake they up, see. wake up You tune back into The Fix Your source for Faith Infused Hip-hop, R&B, and poetry Right here on Sirius XM Holy Culture Radio It's your boy DJ Focus checking in Hey, and it's your girl Dice Gamble in the building Checking in Wake up, wake up, y'all Know what time it is Yeah, it's time to go Tiptoe, tiptoe, just a little tiptoe mm-hmm, Tuesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How was that holiday? How, how was how was uh, all that? Uh, I know you probably cooked some more food. You had already did yeah, it up for the you, weekend. I'm glad you asked what I cooked. Food. Thank you, Focus. I'm glad you, you asked what I cooked on that new grill. So I went ahead and did some uh, some jerk marinated uh, okay. cauliflower steaks. I did some uh, tahini uh, Mexican corn grilled on the grill. Yes, I did. I did a uh, chef mix of barbecued mushrooms on skewers so i could do my little pitas um let's see what else i threw on out there oh so i smoked my carrots and my peppers and my garlic and then i did a hummus off of the chickpeas i had going in the kitchen and uh yeah i got those um you know so you could chop those up with your dips and all that or you could put it inside your pita bread listen the list go on and on now of course my husband already had um, ran the whole gamut of everything from ribs to chicken to you know you name it whatever animals is up off of there but we got to get through the animals and he has to rewash the grates and then do my stuff so but it was fun a lot of fun man yeah okay. they was eating my food yesterday focus i was upset yeah it was eating my food i'm like go on eat your food go eat your dead animals go eat your dead animals and leave my fresh lively delicious vegetables that god made for me alone <laughs> So I, I get what you're saying, but that don't make good sense, guys. Because oh, I'm about to say because anybody who wants meat wants the no, veggies I, on the I side, know. so it's no, like no, it's no. perfect. <laughs> yeah, we had all the sides, all your macaroni and cheese, potato salads, all that. But yeah, no, you know, people start. Who was that? Who was that? Who was that? I'm like, yeah, go ahead and taste it. So yeah, but the food, trust me, flew out the house. People's taking food home, take cake home. You know, it was Jada's birthday. She, we had all kind of sweets left over you know we, we don't eat that so that was cool but yeah what about you that was five minutes of your life no 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 it's good I, we did it up just like y'all we we, we had a small little intimate thing just had really um you know small little crowd over and uh we mm-hmm. enjoyed uh I, I smoked me some baby back ribs okay now uh did some uh wifey uh marinate some chicken breasts some boneless chicken thighs so then i smoked mm-hmm. them 
yeah, had some shish kebabs and shish ooh, some, you know, you, you got to have a grilled hot dog. So we had them grilled Polish boys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Baked beans, my, man. My wife makes these baked beans is from heaven. I promise. They, they different. Every, everybody that have them be like, what did you, what did you put in it? <laughs> and she ain't giving nobody that recipe. Mm-hmm. She ain't giving nobody that recipe. But yeah, mm-hmm. we had a great time, and it was it was fun just to sit around and have fun, like you said to your point with family, and just mm-hmm. you know talk. You know, we had some great conversations. So yeah, definitely, it was a great day to relax and chill out. So yeah, grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, we got a lot to talk about today, though, Dice. This is a uh, you know, know. We, we we bite back at it once again. You're tuned into the fix, and of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Listen, we we're gonna get a, a super talented songwriter producer, uh, director of music. Uh, you've been doing you know production for a while on the mainstream as well as on the Christian hip hop side side for a little bit. He signed to RMG Amplified, our brother, international mm. show on for our spiritual detox and you got a real talk topic for him today too as well dice uh you know gotta yeah. talk about it huh yeah how well are you conforming to look like christ you know what you look like Ooh. do you look like jesus are you striving to look like jesus i mean what are, what are you doing what are you doing <laughs> what you doing so yeah get, get your Ooh. bible out because we're about to take you to church i know we, we was off yesterday a little bit we had a little fun little topic that was cool we back the fix is in we are right. back <laughs> the fix is in we are back you know we got a report about this news too as well dice uh we yeah, saw that yeah. uh you know lecrae and uh d1 still having some conversations mm-hmm. off air as well as on air i know d1 went to his social media page a couple days ago and was a little upset about lecrae dropping some merch mm-hmm. still talking about the ratchet you know being you know ratchet saved and ratchet mm-hmm. you know right you know righteousness and ratchet and also too as well uh you know i like cardi b uh, was it? Was it say I like Cardi and Corinthians or something like that? I, that I can quote Cardi B and I can quote Corinthians. So, yeah, I mean, I, I I just think people aren't thinking. You know what I'm saying? I really don't think he understood the ramifications of him creating a shirt. Okay, let me talk from a brand owner. There are only certain shirts that I will create. I have two thousand designs. If you go to the website, you might see twenty four. Because everything don't need to go out there. You feel the way you feel, but you have to create a different brand. You know, like, I, I think I told you, like, right before we went to the Stellars, I said, man, I got a whole new uh, thing I'm about to drop. I couldn't drop it because it's not ready, you know. But I know that it's not it's not CHH, you know. So I can't just be throwing it out there. You actually have to introduce your new brand to a different audience. So if you've been going hardcore Christian, you can't be out here and then go drop you know your friend your, your people gonna talk about it they're gonna say mm, what you doing you know what i'm saying <laughs> what you doing i mean that's fair it's very fair you know it's, it is what it, it's like with any sport you know like go ahead and do something different we're gonna question what you got going on you know if you out here riding around with guns in the car on the internet yeah we're gonna <laughs> we got questions for you <laughs> nah that ain't your thing that ain't or you that hasn't been your thing so what's going on you know so i yeah, I mean it's okay. I think it's good. To, I thought this was a good conversation. Very good. No, I you agree know, with you. Very peers. good. Respected yes. peers. Yes. 
And Lecrae came back and said the shirt is discontinued now. He did not understand it at first when he put it out. But but after looking at it, he, he understands why <clears throat> some people are a little upset with him putting this shirt out. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, it's discontinued. You can't buy it. So if you're looking to buy it, he, he like I say, go to his Instagram. He has his video up. You can go to D1s, too, as well. He has his video up. And I was grateful. One thing that I heard both of them say, that they talk off air. I, I was big on We've that. We've been saying that. Like, y'all need to take this offline because these people don't need to be in your conversation. And yes. it, it just it just makes us look bad. I think I'll be real with you, though. Uh, Lecrae took the high road. And I'm not trying to be funny. But even right now, if somebody says something to me, fuck, because you know I'm not about to go take no shirt down. I mean, I'm busy. I ain't about to go take and then I'm going to come on the show and talk about how much I'm not about to go take it down. And we probably going to promote it more, so yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He yeah. took the high road. And I, and I, and I, but I think D1 had a true... I think his heart was pure. I think that's the only reason why Lecrae did it, I swear. If it was anybody else in Lecrae, you already know, people would just be hating on him for no reason. I really think he was trying to say it's okay to know what you know you know but know god you know kind of in a sense of okay you, you do listen to cardi b we get that you know and, but you do know your bible you know we get that i think he was just trying to say this is the normal human you know what i'm saying like you're you're living in two places at once you're from heaven but you're here you know what i'm saying there are things that you're going to do that obviously don't please God until the end of the time until we meet him face to face it's going to be stuff we do to don't please God but I think the pushing of it is what D1 was saying it was like we cannot push that agenda because remember we just talked about this last week we there's an expectation for us to grow you know like today we're going to talk about how Christ like do you look yes we're saved but we, we're not to stay the same we are to transform well, that's why I said Lecrae took the high road you understand right. what I'm saying? He took That's why I brought that up. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> I, I can afford to shut this shirt down. It don't mean that much to me. I can let that go. It don't mean that much to me. Let's stop arguing online. You know what I'm saying? It don't mean that much to me. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have to keep addressing a shirt that I put out or an idea that I put out because it don't mean that much to me. I know what I'm saying. And everybody knows what Lecrae was saying. That's that's what I'm saying. There's it's it, it's To me, it's the peace of God, right? It's like, when you have Christ in your life and you know God has you in a place doing a certain thing, there are some things that you're willing to let go of because you know that's not going to make or break me. You know what I'm saying? And it's not worth me losing this relationship. It's not worth me losing any more of my branding or or, or my fan base or my, you know, people who fight. It's not worth it. So if, if y'all just feel like this was a little too much for you, I could take it down. That's why I said he took the high road. That's why I said I, I love that. I absolutely love that. And, and shout out to him. Because I wouldn't have took it down. But No, I wouldn't. Have. Matter of fact, I would have left it up. And then I would have put up a different shirt that said, okay, we talked offline and we good. And that would be the name of the next shirt. Go buy that one. DJ Focus. <laughs> Dice Gamble. Oh, y'all see this This show about to be popping. Y'all minds are going to get somebody to wake up and make some breakfast. This, you might need something to eat and some coffee this morning with us this morning. Uh, keep it locked. You tune into The Fix. And The Fix is in. The stories, the journeys, the testimonies. It's a spiritual detox. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. And you know what time it is. Uh, when I tell you, uh, you know, I got somebody on the line, man. He's been doing some powerful things, man, not only in our space, but even in other spaces. 
that a lot of people are not talking about on the regular. Um, I've been watching him. I've been following him for a while. He's a super talented, listen, songwriter, uh, musician, uh, producers. Uh, yeah, he heavy on the production. I'll be honest with you. Uh, some of these beats that you you didn't know he produced, like, yeah, he produced a lot of them. And, yeah, he got some bars, too, as well. Without further ado, uh, representing Boston, uh, representing uh, 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 CHH and a little bit of everything, our brother, International Show. What's going on, brother? Yo, what's up, my God? That was a great introduction. I'm going to have to, you know, you know, when I do the concert next year, I'm going to have to get you to come up to do the to do that. That was great. Say less. And, and, <laughs> but to and, God be the glory, man. I, I, I can't take this. It's all credit uh, that, you know, we have to do the work, but... Uh, if God didn't allow me to do so, if he didn't plant those seeds in me and give me uh, impart wisdom, I would I wouldn't be none of that. So but thank you. So, so let's stay right there. Talk about it. Then talk about putting the work in. Talk about submitting to God and doing what God has called you to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Um, you know, I grew up as a. Uh, I grew up a Christian, you know, in a Christian household. My mom is uh, a minister uh, and she has, she grew us, you know, we, I grew up playing drums in the church and, you know, she always had us in the church Monday night or Bible study, Tuesday night, old people study, Wednesday night, young people study. You already know, one of those churches that was just every, every, uh, every day. And, um, you know, through that, I was able to still keep my faith um, because that's, you know, train up a child. Um, which is in the Bible. Um, and I didn't stray from, from God, even though, um, you know, my life wasn't completely aligned, uh, at the time because, you know, there's a time and a place. And then sometimes, you know, there's so much noise going on. You don't really know what your calling is. Um, it really wasn't until, um, 2020. Yes. Yep. 2020. I think October, 2020. When I decided to, because I've had a recording studio for about 12 years, um, and it was in three different locations. It was from 2010 to 2012. It was in a small location. Then from 2012 to 2018, bigger location. And 2018 to 2021, it was even a bigger location. So I was doing all kinds of music. It wasn't just a niche, a niche like type of music. Like whoever came in with money, paying whatever the case is. I, my thing is, I felt like God was calling me to be the light in other people's lives. Like people would, you know, off the streets, you know, they would come in, rap about what they rap about. But I've always felt a conflict. I've always felt like a something. Since I started the recording studio, I felt like something was there. I just didn't know what it was. So um, it was in 2021. Um, I'm the um the music director at this church, uh, Grace Church of All Nations, here in Boston. I used to, uh, I was that's the church that I was that I was at, and um I had caught COVID, and it wasn't like anything bad. It was just well, I lost my sense of smell, so it's kind of bad. But it's it, you know, but there's worst cases of COVID. So that Sunday that I uh, would have been at church, um, being a music director. I stayed home and I watched a word from Stephen Furtick and a revelation hit me so hard. It's, it was talking about, um, I think it's John. I need to remember this. I think it's John 15. Please don't quote me. <laughs> it was talking about how um, God is the vine dresser and um, God is the vine and, or the vine dresser, something like that. Don't quote me. But basically the synopsis of it was, um, 
that he will break off branches that don't bear fruit and prune the ones that do bear fruit. Mm. And it and it just hit me. It 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 just connected right right there. Just connected, and I was just like, and I just started weeping, and I was just like, yo, I can't record secular music anymore. Wow. So mind you, I was making money. You hear me? Real money. Money. Okay. Like I was booked like 14, 15 hours a day. Like bread. Like to the point where people were upset that I that I stopped recording. Like it was my personal decision though on my spiritual journey. But people were upset like I owed them money. <laughs> you know, so um so fast forward, I call my as soon and, and I'm the type of person that when I hear God speak, I move. I I, I have a I have a, a, a understanding that God responds a specific way to the first, whether it's your first fruit uh, uh, of your lips when you wake up in the morning, whether it's your first fruit of uh, your harvest when it comes in, which is finances, uh, whether it's keeping him first, like he responds to your first because, you know, and we've seen it in the Bible, like he didn't like the leftovers. He wanted to have the first, he did the first offering. Um, of the cattle and the um, the crops. Uh, That's good. So, um, so as soon as I heard it, I moved immediately. Started calling people. I had sessions booked up that week, like the next day. This was Sunday, so Monday I had sessions. Tuesday, Wednesday I had sessions. Calling people, canceling. Calling people, canceling. And it's crazy because once I did that, I started having spiritual conversations with clients that I've never even knew were spiritual at all. So, um, fast forward. That was the call. I was like, okay, God, what am I going to do with this? Because fast forward five, six months later, I'm in debt, $60,000 to my landlord. Wow. And I'm like, okay, where's the, where's this check coming from? I'm like, I heard you. I know I heard you. I weeped. I know you was there. I heard you. All right. And you're not a man of you. You, 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 you won't lie. Your word, your, your, your word won't return it to you void. I heard you. I heard your word. I heard what you said. And... I was like, okay. And I was telling my landlord, my landlord, Asian guy, one of the most, like, I swear he was like a guardian angel. One of the most patient people in the world that I've never, that I've ever encountered. That, like, I'm not going to stay too long on that, but he, he was just so, super patient. Like, in the beginning, when I first moved there, I was supposed to be paying him rent for four months. Didn't pay him rent for four months because I was supposed to be building out the studio. And instead, he comes in, helps me with my books, and then he gives me money to build. Mind you, I'm not even paying rent yet. My landlord, right? My landlord is spending $10,000, $15,000, $20,000 on equipment or on building material for the studio. And I still haven't paid him a lick of rent yet. So I'm telling my landlord, like, listen, you know, it's a pandemic. So I was like, listen, I'm going to apply for these grants. I'm going to apply for this. God's going to provide. He's going he's gonna to provide. And sometimes when we when we pray about things, we think it's going to come in one form. And God's like, that's not what I'm doing. That's not where I'm going to send it. So you can pray about that all you want, but you're wasting your time and your energy. That's not, what, that's not, that's not what's going on. Facts. So somebody had... Um, so my landlord, I had a conversation and he was like, uh, he's like, hey, man, I, I just want to make money in here. Like, I don't even I, I don't even want the money. I don't even want I don't even want to chase you out in court or whatever. Like, 
I just want you to move out so that you can, you know, so that I can start making money in here because I'm losing money. And um, I was like, no, I got it. I got it. I'm going to get it. And this is me. This is man. This is flesh. This is ego. This is like, no, God said it. No, nah, it's going to come in this way. Yeah, No, nah, something's coming. Something's, just, just let me stay here. Something's coming. And it wasn't until, I, don't, I forgot what message it was. I was listening to something, and it was talking about God's grace. And it hit me. And I was like, wait. God already made a way by giving me grace out of this debt that I wouldn't have to owe. That's the check. The check is on wiping your slate clean. You don't owe him. He just wanted me to, he just wanted me to get out this, this spot. And I don't, and listen, your $50,000, $60,000 debt, I don't even care about that. I just want to start making money in my space. Like whatever you owed, the materials that I gave you, the this, that, I don't care about it. Just go. <laughs> and that was, I had to see that as God's grace. Like, and then I had to compare that to like my son. Like if my son was in over his head, I'm not going to keep bailing him out so he can get in over his head more. There's something that you got to learn. There's a reason why you got into this mess in the first place. Mm-hmm. But it's something you got to learn. So all in all, saying all of that, the calling is um, when I did my concert last year, my LMI concert, I heard God tell me, he said, this is what I want you to do for ministry. This is what ministry should look like. It was a hip, it was a Christian hip hop service, Christian hip hop gathering. Like this is what this is. This was a service, and I was like, "Wow, I want you to start your own ministry." I was like, "Wow." I'm like, "You okay? Cool. If you want me to do it." So I put in my resignation at my church at, at the church that I was serving at because the way that you exit a season is the way that you enter a season. So I, right. I you know, I wanted to exit the right way. Talk to talk to my bishop, you know, got the blessing from my bishop. Uh, they prayed me out the next service and released me. Um, so now fast forward, um, I think in April or March or April or something like that, they had a satanic convention here in Boston and God put on my spirit to do, um, this thing called uh, praise without ceasing at the time. Um, which was, you know, just coming together with like-minded individuals, LMI, like-minded individuals, and doing a worship gathering on the same day that they were doing the satanic uh, uh, service uh, um, thing gathering. Not in con- not in conjunction with them, not like where they were, but wherever we are, we're going to praise, we're going to worship, we're going to make sure that, excuse me, that we're covered and we're covering our loved ones, we're covering the city, whatever the case is. So that ended up trickling down to now, which is tonight, unplug worship. So once a month we get together and it's just authentic worship. There's no real structure to it's not a service, it's just people getting together, like-minded individuals, and we're just coming to worship, we're coming to praise, we pray for each other. I'm not like holier than thou. I need prayer. We all need prayer. So that's what uh, God, I feel like God has me on a mission is just breaking the, um, the traditional, the tradition, you know, deconstructing tradition where it's like a hierarchy, like the bishops and the pastors are sitting up there and we're down there and we feel like we can't touch them or tell them about 
what we're going through, knowing that they're going through the same thing or something similar or some maybe something worse. So it's just really an authentic community. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's growing. <laughs> like the first time we did it was like 10 people. Now I keep getting notifications. It's tonight. I keep getting notifications. It's about 25, 30 people coming. So that's good. Um, so yeah, it's just about, and everything else, like I said, keeping God first. Everything else has legit aligned. When I'm talking about Berkeley, like I'm a professor at Berkeley now, which doesn't make any sense because I didn't go to college, right? So having this, having this, uh, this position as a college professor is a God thing. Um, this program that I developed called Trim, which is called the route, which is means the route into music. That is something else. I was just in a correctional facility. I did an eight week program. I was able to connect with uh, some residents and mm-hmm. that was life changing because my perspective of what the media shows us about jail is a totally different perspective of what I experienced. Um, and then I did an at-risk youth, youth program called Mission Safe, six weeks there. So God is just opening all kinds of different doors. Um, and it's really honestly because I gave him my yes and I keep him first. And it's not really, it's, it's sometimes it's, 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 it's hard to do in the mornings because our lives get up so quick. We live such a fast paced life, but I have more of an understanding of more of an understanding and a reverence to, um, spending time with God, um, before, you know, you start the day. So yeah, man, everything has been aligning because of that. Yes. I'm keeping them first. I know that was a lot. It was a lot. No, no, that's good. I appreciate you sharing that. Listen, DJ Focus, uh, you tune into the fix. We got to go to a quick break. We're coming right back with more from International Show. Keep it locked. You tune into the fix. It's the stories, the journeys, the testimonies. It's a spiritual detox. Welcome back, DJ Focus. You tune back into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry. We still got the International Show on the line with us. So come on, uh, you know, definitely talk about this music. Um, so first for so a lot of people who might not know, just, just throw a few names out there for production cred. No, nah, cause I don't think people really know, like you produce for a lot of the heavy hitters in CHH and like, I don't hear your name come up when you talk about yeah. production and top production. Of course you hear, you know, the Brandon P's, the black Knights, you know, of course you hear, you know what I'm saying? Cardiac drums and I can go mm-hmm. down the list, you know, on beat music, but like, nah, talk, just, just name a few. Uh, uh, you know, that you have produced for us to let the people know your production cred before we talk about your bars. Yeah, so the production cred, honestly, um, I got into Christian hip-hop a little bit late, so I feel like everything was already clicked up by the time that I got in. Um, so a lot of the cred is on the secular side. This is before the, this is before the transition. So talk about so, that first. Go ahead. Talk about that first. Yeah, so the production cred, we got Bia Ariana Grande, um, we got Jonah Lucas keeping 100 with my partner Scotty, uh, which Scotty is now signed to Boy Wonder. Uh, man, we got cred with uh, Jadakiss, Styles P. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Jadakiss, Fat Joe, uh, Capone Noriega. Um, uh, we got cred with uh, it's, it's a lot. Story I have at the time, uh, 
there's, there's a lot of people. So there's a lot of secular artists at the time, like I said, because I was doing secular, um, you know, doing secular and Christian at the time. So a lot of the cred came from over there. And then once I got into Christian hip hop, as far as like, like infused, like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is my focus. Everybody was kind of clicked up. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and what I heard God tell me is, and he's been dealing with me with the spirit of offense for like the last year and a half, uh, to not be offensive about things, um, when things don't happen because, you know, it might be his divine plan. So you can't get offended because God's like, this isn't what I want for you, bro. You can't be mad at them. This isn't what I want for you. So the door, you can knock all you want, but that door is not going to open. So, um, so yeah, so what ended up happening was um, I just ended up putting out my own music, doing my own thing, right? I was always, uh, um, you know, I was always like, you know, intentional about the, the type of music that I put out. Um, but now it was focus driven. So um, during the pan during the pandemic, um, me and my partner, one of one of my one of my producers, his name is Soul Centric. Shout out to Soul Centric, mind you. He's been rocking with me since like 2007, 2008. Like he is, he is a, a mini me, but he is like. He's an animal. He's older than me, but he's like one of my producers, my my brother. Like we produce that, we produce basically everything, a, a lot of stuff together. Um, whether he'll start it or I'll finish it, or sometimes I'll just start it, he'll finish it, whatever the case is. But um, um, and nowadays I have like for these uh, this project that I'm doing right now, I think I might call it album mode. I'm not sure yet, but this project that I'm doing right now. Um, I probably produce maybe like two or three records because I don't have too much time. He's producing everything else. Mm. I'm just overseeing the production. Okay. And, and you'll, you'll hear it. It gets crazy. So um, so I ended up producing this record called Rise. Um, Rise uh, in 20, hmm, 2020, maybe. Yeah, I think 2020. So... At the time, we had to get the record cleared. This is when I was with Clarion um, and uh, Acosta and, and Danny. We had to get the record cleared um, because I I sampled this rock band called Eagle Rock Music or Eagle Eagle Gospel Rock Music, or Eagle Gospel Rock Band, and it was called I Will Rise. First of all, I heard the song on ESPN on SportsCenter. So mm. I Shazam the song from Sports Center, but it, I never got a hit on it because they didn't put the song. I don't think they put the song out yet because it was a new it was a new release. So then maybe a couple months later, I Shazam it again. It pops up. I sample it. Like I said, sent it to Soul. Soul chopped it down, sent it to me. I put the drums on it. We just literally just did it all all together. Um, and then. What ends up happening is um, we ended up clearing the record and we connected with my sync, who is now my sync agent now. So when you see all these placements that I'm getting, whether it's NFL was the first placement because of that song, which was a no brainer because I heard it on SportsCenter to begin with. <laughs> like, so, of course, SportsCenter wanted to get back up because they heard it already. Right. So, um, so now I have a sync agent. So now you hear us on 
or on NFL, you hear us on Bravo, you hear us on NBC with Law and Order, Teen Mom. So it's all of those placements that you hear and see that that we're getting um, is definitely for divine uh, purpose of God, but definitely because I connected with my sync agent, uh, Andrea, and um, I specifically heard God tell me, just do what you're doing. I'm going to send them to you. Stop knocking at these doors because it's crazy because I'm literally one degree like separ- separation from some somebody, whether it's a, a Crayo or a 1K few or KB. There's somebody that I know that knows them or something of that sort. And there still hasn't been a connection. So I'm like, God, what's up? Like, what's going on? He's like, just do what you're doing. Stop knocking at these doors. Stop sending beats. I'm going to send them to you. They're going to come to you. They're going to hear your music. They're going to want to know who produced it. They're going to want to know who engineered it, who mixed it, who mastered it. And that's another thing. That's another thing why I sold do so much. Because at the time when I was producing everything for myself, it was I was it was exhausting. Like I could I, uh, pr- producing, writing, mixing, mastering, revisions. Like that's just too much. Like so I'm like so listen, do this. I give so the ideas. I'm basically executive producing, and then and then at the end I'm doing uh, post production. Basically, if I don't like something here, I'm changing it. And that's the best situation to have. Um, as like, as the leader of the company. So now all of this stuff, now, now I'm, um, with RMG Amplify and we just released, um, we just released Pandemonium and just dropped today. And, um, I feel like this is the start of what God was telling me, like, just do the work. They're going to come to you. I'm going to send them to you. So that we can control the playing field. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine just going to um, different artists as a producer. You don't really have that much leverage, in a sense. Um, unless your name really has that that much weight. And I feel like the caliber of producer and artist and songwriter and musician that I am, um, it just wouldn't gel. It just wouldn't gel well. So, um yeah, so, you know, shout out to the team, RMG Amplify, shout out to Doc, shout out to Derek. Yeah. Listen, I appreciate you rocking with us, man. Tell the people how to connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms. Yeah, what's going on, y'all? It's International Show. You can follow me on studmire.co, actually. You might as well just go to studmire.co to connect with me on all socials and to see what I'm doing. Keep up with the latest shows, keep up with the latest content. And Studmire is my last name, so this is this is me branding. This is me, you know, continuing on the setting up the legacy, setting it up for my son and my son's sons and my son's sons. So this is what we're doing. And uh, Pandemonium just dropped today. Make sure that y'all go stream it up. We on the on the front of uh, Pandora's um, Christian Hip Hop Now. I think it's called Christian Christian Hip Hop Now. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Uh, we just made the front of the uh, Pandora list. So y'all go stream it up. Um, Pandemonium's out now. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Real conversations from real, imperfect people in pursuit of a perfect God. Let's jump into today's Real Talk topic. And we're back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. It's time to get real in these streets, huh, Dice? We got one for them today. You listen, you want to go ahead and take them to church, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. How Christ-like do you look? Oh, yeah, that, that's it. That's it. I just feel a blade going through some people's. <laughs> How Christ-like do you look? 
Mm. We're gonna hit it and quit it. I mean, this is this is this is this is the question. This is the, we talk about the evolution of Christianity all the time, each and every day on the show. But it's like the main question is how has Jesus transformed us? The goal of our ascension, hopefully one day, is we're to look like Christ. So it's like, what are we doing every day? What area in your life do you look like Jesus? Or do you even have any areas in your life that you look like? Like when people see you, do you look like Christ? When people hear you, do you sound like Christ? You know, when people experience you, do they experience Christ? These are real questions. And this is our daily meditation. You know, that's why we seek him early. That's why we get up and pray. That's why we follow God's word. That's why we're around our our family of the faith. That's why we guard our heart. That's why we renew our mind. The goal is to look like Christ. So the question is, how 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 much do you look like Christ? It's going to be rough. This is going to be a rough morning. I know y'all woke up and didn't expect this, but. I, it's funny that you say that. How, no, no, no. You 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 preaching real because hey. I think this is why the world constantly calls us hypocrites. Come on now. Because to your point, we, we we have all the preachers preach on Sundays mm-hmm. and doing Bible studies and doing all the podcasting and doing all of the social media clips <laughs> and whatnot. Mm. But but like you say, when you're in the workplace, mm. are you representing Christ? Do people see fruit on you, or are you just speaking mm-hmm. like? everybody else recklessly I, I used to i used to talk to a, a brother i worked with um earlier on when i worked at case western reserve university shouts out to everybody uh the research department I, I did research a lot of people don't know i did research medical research for 20 plus years mm. and uh, i used to work at case western reserve university and it was this one brother um i won't say his name but my brother he know if he listening he know who i know who i'm talking about he was there definitely a believer but he struggled with how he talked to people because he had an mm. anger issue and he also had an issue with his words. When I say words, he cussed a lot. Mm. He called women out their name a lot, like disrespectful mm. names. Let's be very clear. You know, and, and even if you feel like a, a, a young lady is acting out of place, I do believe as men, we should lead them and talk to them and tell them, hey, listen, sis, you better than that. You should do X, Y, and Z not cuss them out or call them names and belittle them and keep them in that thing. I, I've just come from an era where, yes, my that was something my father and my uncles, yeah, they made sure no, we we uplift women, we support women, we protect women. We don't mm. we yeah, we, we don't we don't let them stay down. But yes, he used he used to always want to the the, the, the big thing of I wanted to bring up, he always prayed with me. Mm. He always wanted to talk about the Bible with others. But the first thing everybody would say is and ain't nobody coming to your church because he, he he was going to a different church. He would try to invite people to uh you know come out to his church on Sunday. Mm. Like, man, ain't nobody coming to your church. Say man, where you talk reckless and bye 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 and you do X Y and Z and he had a, a, a still a little cigarette habit that he you know constantly was smoking Newports every day. He's like man, it, it, it took a, a non-believer to call him out and say, man, ain't no fruit on you. He said, man, if I decided to or thought about coming and trying to get a word. I wouldn't come to your church because you ain't changed nothing. He say, everything I know from what my grandmama told me is God changes and transforms you into a new creation. He said, what new creation are you? Mm. That blew my mind, Dice, because like I say, I was sitting there listening to it and I couldn't even take my my, my guys uh, uh, back because he was telling the truth. 
Mm-hmm. And it was working on me because at the time, too, as well, I'm be honest with you, Dice, I still was dibbling and dabbling a little bit in the streets. I had a gambling problem still. I was big on early on. Anybody who know me, I used to have gambling parties where I used to make money gambling. And mm-hmm. I also had a, a serious lottery uh, problem. Yeah, I was one of them. Yeah, pick three, pick two, pick four, scratch mm-hmm. off ticket every single day. So I was blowing thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. I could have been investing that into some type of real estate, some type of mutual fund, some type of something to get some money back. But I, I'm, I'm trying to get rich quick. Mm. I scratch this scratch off. Maybe I get a hundred thousand, you know, and I want some, but I, I spend way more paying into that lottery system than I did on winning. But yes, to your point, I'm glad you brought this topic up. That's why I brought this example up. Like mm-hmm. you say, are we activating the power that God has given us? Yeah. Are we? I mean, I always say it's not complicated. You know, we always have these conversations. You're like, it's kind of hard. I'm like, it's not hard. It's not hard because we already have the example. The only thing hard is us disciplining ourselves, you know? Um, You know, I I mean, let's just talk about it. I think even our habits, you bring this up all the time about prayer. You know, we always talk about meditation and prayer and, um, how often do we seek God's help? You know, like really, I mean, if you look at Jesus's life, he always sought the father. He always redirected a blessing to the father. Like, listen, my father in heaven, this, we're going to pray to our father in heaven, my father in heaven. Like it was never about me. How often do we redirect people to God? You know, it's okay to take a compliment, you know, but it is easy to give God some praise sometimes and lift God up and allow God to shine in ways that didn't cost us any money just by saying, you know, all glory to God, you know, God did this for me, you know, God came through for me, God blessed me with, you know, ooh, that's a nice new uh, wagon you got there, uh, focus, God gave me this, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying, God thought me worthy enough to have it, you know, or that I would steward it well, like, that's a part of Jesus' spirituality, when he was evangelizing, he always made it not about him, and, um, you know, how often are we doing that? That's something that we can pick up from uh, Jesus as well. Uh, but I did, I did want to hit on this. Even even the money part. Everybody talking about Jesus broke. Jesus was not broke. First of all, Jesus had a job. Okay. Jesus had a whole job. Shout out to all of the people who work. And for those of you who lazy, the Bible say you shouldn't eat nothing. Uh, Jesus was a carpenter first. Okay. Before he went into ministry. And I'm pretty sure he probably was still making stuff as he was walking through his ministry. But I'm just saying, like, you need to work. Work a whole job. You know? Like, a physical job at that if you can if you can't that's fine but i just want to express jesus had money i mean he had a whole person to carry the bag of money judas so it's like he went broke you know we can go back and go back and uh, look at his clothing like he wasn't wearing cheap clothes and shout out to everybody who think he was wearing poor rags but the brother once he got uh, into ministry he was not wearing cheap stuff Bible is very clear about his stuff being woven as one piece. You know, like it takes a lot to get a one piece anything woven. If you ever bought a big rug for your house or, uh, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like uh, some Gucci or whatever, like you see how a good sweater is put together. And that's why it costs $350 because, um, you know, the more time it takes and the more intricate, intricate and special it's put together, the more it's going to cost. So I'm just saying, like, 
you know, we should have a few nice things in our life, but we should know how to manage our money as well. Jesus was clear. Give to Caesar what we owe to Caesar. Like, like if you owe somebody, give them their money. Like, like honor, honor that. Don't be stingy or try to cheat people. Go find a way, you know, go find a way and give people what it is that you owe them. Like, don't be out here skipping out on paying your bills. So the money aspect there, I just wanted to bring that up. Like money management. What's that look like? What's your life look like? So we could talk about eating habits too. Oh, he wasn't eating donuts. I'm just saying, I ain't found no scripture yet. But I mean, it's just... (laughs) You ain't find no scripture on them donuts yet. I don't know donuts. Not yet. Not yet. A cinnabon beer somewhere. Peach cobbler. Not yet. A sweet potato pie. <laughs> Not in that one time in scripture. But no, I'm just saying like um just the service like how Jesus served people. How how often do you serve people? You know, where are you serving people? Where are you giving? You know, where are you just out and about? Feeding, like we were just talking about before, uh, homeless, feeding the homeless, you know, taking care of strangers, people you don't even know, but you just out there, you know, spreading the love of Christ like that. How Christ like do you look in that way? Some people just live an isolated life. I go home. I'm at home. I stay home. Nobody comes to visit. That's it. OK, that ain't Christ like I got anxiety. Yeah, because you're not used to being around people. So you need to go learn to go be around folk. And then you'll learn that other people have anxiety too. But so what? You know what I'm saying? Pray your way through that. Let that go. The more you get out there and interact with folk, you'll understand other people have that same challenge, but there are different ways to combat that. So it's like, we're just, the commission is clear. We are to go. We are to teach, you know, but we we have to actually go and get into other people's worlds. That is the call on our life. How well do you do that? Are you even doing that? So, no, that's good, and, and you're, you're absolutely right. I think uh, we do a disservice to not tapping into what God has given us and not being going out and sharing that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think it's a cultural thing at times too, Dice. And be honest with you, we, we, we guard our knowledge. We guard <laughs> our, our whatever. You know, seriously, like it, it, like you say, we talk about you know business and how people do business. When you talk about even you know a spiritual belief. I know a lot of people, if they don't feel like the person that they're talking to is on the same level as them spiritually or understand scripture the way they understand it, they, it's like they, they won't even have a conversation with them. It's like almost like you're saying they're beneath me. Where, mm-hmm. who, where, where in the Bible do you see that? Because yeah, Jesus talked to everybody. Mm-hmm. And then why don't you use that as a teachable moment? Because you didn't always have it figured out. Somebody had to teach you. You had to learn from somebody. So, yes, absolutely. Tapping into giving people a different perspective. That's why I like about the show that we do, because we actually give fresh perspective. We give multiple different examples of when you talk about life application and how you can change your life. You know, the the, the, the good, the bad and the ugly of if you're going to walk this walk with Jesus, understand that there is a standard because that's the other thing we need to talk about, the standard that we need to uphold. What standard? As being fathers of Jesus Christ, why are we not upholding that standard? What why standard? do we? I, 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 oh my goodness! <laughs> we yeah, yeah, all right. We go. We go. Go there, there, dice. Let's go. Uh, yeah, the the standard of, of following Jesus Christ and being an ambassador. 
after I thank God for waking me up another day, I say, before I put my feet on that floor, I say, Father, help me walk in purpose today. Mm-hmm. Reveal to me, show me what you want me to get done in, in, in your name. So mm-hmm. as I get ready to pray to you, seriously, this is my conversation before I even go on to prayer. Mm-hmm. As I get ready to pray to you, as I get ready to open up my Bible and read my scriptures and feed my spirit so that I can go out and fight these real demons Mm-hmm. real demons. I don't know why y'all keep playing with these thinking they people. These is demons we fight. <laughs> Let's be very clear. Look past the person. Start calling out the demon that they are. I'm just being real. <laughs> so yes, mm-hmm. before I can even do that, fill me up with your spirit. Fill me up with your anointing. Fill me up with your power. Why? Because I can't do it in my own. If I do it focus way, I'm going to probably cuss them out. I'm going to probably beat them up. Seriously, I, I don't have these gray areas. Pray for me. I keep telling people, Y'all, y'all think that I'm soft. I'm not soft. I'm being cool because I don't mm-hmm. have a way to, to, to for a medium. Either mm-hmm. I like you or I hate you. Real mm-hmm. simple. And, and yeah, and I hate to say hate, but I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. Like if you on my good list, stay on my good list. Because mm-hmm. if you're on that hit list, that's that's a safety that's a safety thing for me. I got to make mm-hmm. sure I protect family. I got to make sure I protect myself. And the mm-hmm. only way I know how to do that, I, once again, I'm from East Cleveland. We fought. <laughs> We we ain't know we ain't know nothing else. That's what I say. We we didn't know how to protect ourselves any other way. You had to defend yourself. So I, I try to guard myself. I try to put myself in di- in situations to where I don't have to bring out that incredible hawk like I used to call it. Like I say, yeah, you don't you don't want the green guy to come out. Leave, leave the green guy alone. The green guy he 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 he, he toxic. The green guy he, he he yeah he got some demonic uh, uh, presence in him. I'm be honest with you because I ain't in my right state of mind. I black out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a whole nother person. And I know I ain't doing God work when I do stuff like that. So see how I identify. I understand spiritually, flesh, spirit. When I'm in my flesh, when I'm in mm-hmm. my spirit, a lot of people don't even know that dice, that they talking out their flesh. They think they mm-hmm. talking spiritually, but they ain't mm-hmm. talking spiritually. They talking out their flesh. Mm-hmm. Lord <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I mean, no, I, I, I'm I'm glad you went through, uh, you know, some some requirements and some simple standards that some people just don't even have, you know, about seeking the Lord and uh, even just trying to... To your point, though, Dice, why don't they have them? Why are they not tapping into the same... This is a this is a system that we all can tap into. Why are they not tapping into it? I think that's that's my concern, and maybe that's your concern, too, because you didn't always have it, Dice, but you got it now. You worked on your spiritual growth. You didn't, Seriously, you didn't always know all the scriptures you know. You didn't know everything you had, but you started working on it, though. So why is it people being lazy and not working on something that they say they're called to? I just think some people really don't want to be like Christ. So that's why today I was like, how much do you look like Christ? Because the goal is transformation, period. There is not in all that we do, all the radio, we can make shows, we can do parties, we can, you know, we can celebrate, you know, we can have weddings, we can do these um, vision launches, we can have all this at church. It don't matter. The goal is to transform into a version of Christ so that we can stand on Judgment Day. That is it. Like, we can't even enter into certain places if we don't transform and ha- and even look like Christ. And yes, we're covered by the blood, but the goal is to actually transform, be transformed by the blood of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't supposed to be the same. So I just wanted to bring this up, and this is a topic we can drag this out forever, but just start to mimic Christ. Go where he went. You know, talk to people he he talked to. You know what I'm saying? Like we cannot 
even start to exemplify anything Christian if we don't go and get out around people. We're called to go be around other people. Um, we're called to sow seed. Even if people don't understand, we are called to teach, you know, and keep it moving. We, we ain't got to wait for a great revelation from, oh, God, you know, thank you for the word. I really got it. Like some people ain't never going to get what you say until you're dead and gone or you don't walk away. And it'll start to sink in later on. When, you know, God says, hey, one man plants, another man waters and God gives the increase. So, it you know, we have to continue to sow the seeds and have conversations and ask questions. This is something that can help you be more Christ-like. This is why I talk about understanding. Like um, if you see a lost person, don't just judge them. Ask questions. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where do you see God uh, in your life? Where is God leading you? Like, start at, start asking questions that prompt them to start to speak to God. Instead of us saying, well, you know, you ain't living right and you need to be doing this and you're wrong. And I saw you out there in the street. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Nah. Let me come out here and, and have a discussion with you about what life could look like if you would start to follow Jesus. That's it. So that's good. Listen, <laughs> DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We got to go to a quick break. Uh, we coming right back with closing thoughts. We're going to do a part two on this Dice. Yeah, we we got a few more things we got to bring up. Yeah, yeah let, let's go to this music break. We coming back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix, and the fix is in. And we back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry right here on Holy Culture Radio on Sirius XM. And uh, yeah, that's it, Dice. We got to get out of here, but we got some more news. We got to report. Um, unfortunately, you know, we keep talking about uh, these mainstream artists playing with these blasphemous songs, and I don't know what to say no more, Dice. I, I really, I, you know, I, I know it's an assignment. I know it's an agenda being pushed, but it still saddens me when, yeah, <laughs> we, we constantly see these artists doing these songs, and, uh, you know, they getting put out in, in the masses. Let's be very clear. And then sometimes, you know, outlets like, you know, us and some faith-based songs are, are shut down or whatever because we have an opinion on saying something about, uh, back about it. But uh, yeah, y'all know what y'all tune into. This is the fix, so you know we're going to report about it. So who we got? Uh, Doja Cat got this song out, huh, Dice? Uh, this new one? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, this is what I'm talking about, why you need good community. We talk about this all the time you know you got to have good people around you to help you make great decisions and choices you know and um i feel sorry for this girl she had a outcry last year uh in 2022 on twitter she wrote this s ain't for me so i'm out y'all take care i quit and so the child wanted to be done last year, Focus. So when you, if you, if you look and if you were following Doja Cat, she'd like a regular person. And now obviously she's out of control and it is what it is. But we talked about this all the time. Like we talked about this during the uh, Beyonce church girl thing. I said, when you start signing this stuff and doing these contracts and agreeing for designers to do stuff and producers to be part of stuff, it might not be your vision. It might not be your vision anymore, you know, and you have to complete this stuff or you'll be broke and you'll have to pay all this money back. So I think that there was an agenda, not an agenda necessarily in an evil realm, but I think they were like, fine, 
you got you playing games with us. You making it look like you, you know, we shaky over here. We're going to turn you into the devil. <laughs> and I think that's exactly what it is. And you and I both know the devil ain't Doja Cat. And if the devil was Doja Cat, this Christianity thing would be so easy. Let's just go on and wrap this up, okay? It really would be a, yeah, shut it down. You ain't lying. God, I wish the devil was Doja Cat. This I, we exactly know how to go ahead and end him forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just <clears throat> it's unfortunate, but she's been trying to reach out. So that's what I'm saying is like you got to keep people in your life when you go to sign stuff, when you go to be a part of things, when you start to feel a type of way. And like I said, March 25th, 2022. She says she ain't going to do this no more. But this is what happens. When you get roped into it, you got to do everything they say. Yeah, it's, it's very sad. And um, once again, they, they continue to push it. Like you say, push their agenda. Sad. It does seem like it, they put lots of money into the video imagery and everything. And yeah. it's, it's just too much. You know, this. It, we can Halloween. go song for song. Yeah, it, it is. It is Halloween. It's perfect timing. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I don't like the fact that uh, you know us as believers are not being bold enough to talk about it because a lot of a lot of outlets that should be saying something about it ain't saying nothing about it, Dice, and that's what saddens me. And I'm talking about faith-based Christian outlets who are believers in Christ, like we are. I think it, uh, they continue to do it because it's not enough of us talking about it, uh, and we're not standing firm on it. And and a lot of us are supporting and following these uh, artists who are putting this stuff out and liking this stuff. And commenting on the post like it's good content to put out when it's not. So, yeah, we're praying for everybody. We're definitely praying for Doja Cat, her family. We're praying for everybody that's even supporting this. Nah, that's totally against what we support over here. We team Jesus. So, uh, yes, we ain't backing away from that. We also got to talk about Christian Rock. Um, definitely, mm. first and foremost, I am grateful she did deliver a, a, a baby boy mm-hmm. and is healthy. So, let's be very clear. So, that babies are a blessing from God even though if we don't make it do it the God way and do it with marriage first and then have the babies they're still a blessing from God so that in itself is 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 the blessing I was just upset that she chose to go Instagram live while she was having her son I say is this real? I thought it was a job. You, you know, you feel like you be. What was the MTV show Punk? I feel like I was getting punk. I said, no, this, 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 this can't be. And I say, what doctor? What professional physician would allow for somebody to go social media live, knowing that any type of complications could possibly happen during this birth with Christian or the young b- baby that's being pulled out of her? What, what are we doing that we that unsensitive that we don't realize that this this ain't it? What, what are we doing? So that's what I was uh, upset about. I said, no, ain't no way in the world. You mean to tell me you got all these people in this room and nobody told, took that phone from her or said, move that phone out of here. I want to make sure Christian is okay. I want to make sure we deliver this baby's okay. Nobody was held accountable for that. That's crazy. It's just privacy, you know, respect, dignity these things are slipping away from society. And uh, I, I said this to you offline. I said the things that God is doing, you know, especially when it comes to babies and birth, and you, you and I both know how this can go sideways. That's personal. It's private. Be, please be respectful of yourself first. You know, like respect, respect what God is doing, but also respect yourself and respect other people. 
you know, and it reminds me of, and I don't know, I'm a lot older than you. <clears throat> so when I was in school, I never forget when they brought that, they rolled the TV out on wheels and we were in our history class watching the Challenger take off. And then that mug zips. And all of us were like, they didn't send nobody to therapy. They sent us all home. Had our parents go ahead and come pick us up. But stuff happens and you have to be protective of the audience, you know? And that was the time I think where society understood that. And they were like, ooh, <laughs> this goes sideways and affect a lot of people, you know, if it doesn't take off. And I just felt the same way. I'm like, man, come on. How much attention do you need? And I respect to uh, shout out to all the people who be putting blurps on their kids' faces, like the celebrities that be covering their kids' faces up. Like, my kid's not about to grow up in front of you because that's not normal. It ain't normal for my child the second it gets here to be on the internet. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's sad. It's just unfortunate. It's like you don't care about anything or anybody's life. You know what I'm saying? I gotta have my my cheeks out. My cheeks coming out of your cheeks. This is too much. I can't even go to kindergarten without people knowing what I've been doing my whole life. <laughs> Good God. Privacy. They don't need to know. They don't need to know what I, you know what I'm saying? Now they got pictures and it's just unfortunate. It's like people just don't think. And I'm like, man, think about somebody else than yourself, you know? And to your point, what if the doctor accidentally made a mistake? You know, we just had that happen to a sister and, you know, mess the baby up, killed a uh, couple's baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, this thing can go, it can get real bad. So my prayer is that people stop doing that. I hope enough hospitals across the world, like, no cameras, no, don't, please don't put this on your uh, live right now. Or we will see you. Please, please do it. We'll see you. We definitely shout out to our brother, uh, the super talented producer, songwriter, musician. He does it all. RMG Amplified, uh, signee, uh, international show uh go stream my new uh his new song pandemonium it's out uh he is working on new music so definitely shouts out to my brother uh just doing powerful things um had a very powerful testimony on how god was using him on the mainstream side mm. and uh less he said no god showed him revealed to him even though you're getting the money over here and you're getting the bag over here i want you to stop i don't want you to support this anymore i want you to do things my way and do it for god and, and, and i mean do it for me and for the kingdom of god and work with christian artists so shouts out for him for taking that call and he took on a music director role at his local church so walked away from let's be very clear making bank as a producer for Joyner Lucas, Jada Kiss, I can go down the list, like he said, literally making great money and walking away from that and saying, no, God called me to something different. So I don't know too many people that would do that. So I definitely want to give him his roses. And uh, definitely, like I said, go go follow my brother. He's doing powerful things. And uh, that new Pandemonium track, we just reviewed it literally last Friday. It's a certified banger. So, yeah, uh, go go get that in your spirit. We, uh, we got to have another talk on that conversation you had today, Dice. Uh, you talked about some things. I know you probably ruffled some feathers, but they'd be all right. How well are you conforming to look like Christ? So we're going to have part two tomorrow. So tap in for that exclusive spiritual, I mean, forgive me, real talk conversation. And we got a new, uh, another uh, spiritual detox. We're going to get a, a super talented artist on the line. Uh, he's a vet in CHH. I'm going to just leave that in your spirit. So, uh, yeah, yeah, get ready for tomorrow's show. Go out and be great today, kings and queens. Continue to show the love of Christ because that's what Christ will want you to do. Remember, mm -hmm. you represent him everywhere you go, so don't think you hide from the cross. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jesus. If you pick 
<laughs> well, I just, you know, I, you know, I, I, I think we sometimes I think we can hide from it. No, no, we, uh, no, you either gonna be a believer or not. So it's real simple. <laughs> As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.